What if you had a clear five-step process on how to lose that stubborn weight with Hashimoto's? That is what I'm going to share with you today. This is the number one question I get from women about thyroid strong and about their thyroid condition. This question is, how do I eat to lose weight with Hashimoto's? I'm going to give five recommendations today on how to eat to lose weight with Hashimoto's. Let me know what you think if you like this episode. If you like it, go to iTunes, write a review. I read every single one. Let's dive in. I'm Dr. Emily Kybird. I am a chiropractor. I'm a mother to Elvis in Brooklyn. I have Hashimoto's. It's been in remission since 2017. And I currently help other women also go into remission and help learn how to work out without the burnout inside my program, Thyroid Strong. If you're curious about how to lose weight in an even deeper dive, I am doing a free three-part live masterclass next week on how to lose weight with Hashimoto's. And it is going to be live so that you can ask all your questions and get the answers you need. The three parts are how to eat to lose weight with Hashimoto's. The second part is how to work out to lose that weight with Hashimoto's. And then the last part is how to diagnose and identify the root causes or common triggers usually environmental, that are adding load to the body, that are adding that inflammatory load, causing us women with Hashimoto's to gain weight. So if you're interested in joining that free three-part live masterclass, I am only teaching it next week, and then I don't know when I'm going to be teaching it again. You can join at dremilykyber.com forward slash weight loss. Again, it's dremilykyber.com, my name, dot com forward slash weight loss. I hope to see you inside. We start February 13th. Get all your questions answered. This is why I'm doing it live for the Hashi ladies. All right, let's dive in. The number one way to start to walk that path of how to eat to lose weight with Hashimoto's is you have to be in some caloric restriction, some caloric deficit. I'm not talking about cutting your calories in half, but if you're normal, caloric intake is, let's say, 2,000 calories a day, try to decrease those calories by 10% and see what happens. So the research is out there. Caloric restriction is the number one way to lose weight, including someone with Hashimoto's. Just keep this in mind. Caloric restriction can create, especially more severe restriction, can create a stressor on the body, which can create inflammation in the body. If you're already stressed in other areas of your life, like you're not sleeping well, you have sleep apnea, you have diabetes that's uncontrolled, you're not working out, you're not walking, you're not resistance training, a caloric restriction might add an extra stressor. You might find weight come off at first and then you'll plateau. And you might need to do a refeed period where you actually increase your calories to kind of jumpstart your metabolism. But to lose weight, number one, a caloric restriction is required. Number two, how do we stay satiated? So number two is to prioritize your protein. Protein is satiating. The body will eat and eat and eat until it hits its protein requirements. And those protein requirements are one gram 
per pound of ideal body weight. So if you want to be 150 pounds, 150 grams of protein per day. 30 grams minimum per meal, minimum, right? You could go up to 50 grams. Stimulates muscle protein synthesis. Maintains your muscle tissue, stimulates muscle growth. Prioritize your protein. I eat my protein first. I try to get 30 grams. I eat it within a 15 to 20 minute window. I do not graze. I find that I stay satiated. Number three is I don't snack. I used to be a big grazer and kind of eat all day long. And I think part of it was because I wasn't hitting my protein. I just continued to eat some carbs and fat until my body did feel satiated by hitting that protein. But I was grazing all day. I was never giving my digestion a break. So now I really try to avoid snacking. I find that when I do feel like I need to snack, it's either for an emotional reason, like late night snacking, or I didn't hit my optimal protein targets in my meal of 30 grams minimum, or I'm bored. If you find yourself wanting to walk to the pantry and find a snack, ask yourself why. Take a couple breaths, take a pause before you shove some food in your mouth and ask why. You can still shove that snack in your mouth, but at least have more of a mind-body connection to why you're doing it. Number four is hydration. I have realized I am dehydrated, especially living in Colorado where it's like 8% humidity and I'm trying to get eight to 10 cups of water a day. It just doesn't happen sometimes. And going back to snacking, sometimes I notice I'll want a snack if I'm dehydrated. If you feel like you want a snack, go drink a couple cups of water. Maybe it's a dehydration issue and then see if you still want that snack. Number five, the last one, and this is a shorty, Thursday shorties with just me. Is there something going on in your gut that could be contributing to inflammatory load in the body? Also creating a, the autoimmune trigger of Hashimoto's. Parasites hold a lot of waste and inflammatory load so if you have a parasite, roundworm, hookworm, that could be contributing to weight hanging on on the body. If you feel like your tummy is distended and you're bloated, and that is the cause of you appearing overweight because your belly's distended due to gas and bloating, maybe there's something going on with your gut health. Maybe there is some undiagnosed SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth where there is a distension of the belly from like the diaphragm down to your belly button. Is there, are you suffering from leaky gut where the junctions in your gut lining are, should be tight. When you have leaky gut, they're, think of them as like a little bit looser, a little more space between them. But what happens is when there's more space, food particles, bacteria, viruses, things you don't want passing from the gut lining to the blood barrier, start to pass as foreign bodies. And then those foreign bodies get picked up in the in by the body as foreign and then start to attack it, causing more inflammation in the body. So maybe part of the losing weight is healing your gut health. Working with a, either a functional medicine doctor or a naturopathic physician, both disciplines are great at working on their gut health. Vincent Pedre is a great resource for this as well. So when women ask, how should I be eating to lose weight with Hashimoto's? Those are my five recommendations. Yes, do I follow an autoimmune paleo diet? I do. But even going deeper than that is I'd eat my protein first to hit my protein targets and then I eat my vegetables and I don't snack. 
A recap of the five, caloric restriction, prioritize your protein, don't snack, stay hydrated, and start to uncover gut health root causes that could be contributing to the inflammatory load, the bloating, the retention of weight. All right, ladies, I know that was short and sweet. You can listen, listen, listen all day, but take action. Choose one. Choose something simple that will give you a quick win so you can continue to walk on that path of getting more wins. And maybe it's just start your day with 30 grams of protein tomorrow morning. Five eggs, chicken breast, some ground beef, 30 grams. So take action. Just start to feel better in your body. I promise you there's hope, especially with weight loss. It can feel really, really tricky, but the biggest piece is consistency. All right, ladies, if you like this episode, go to iTunes, leave a review, and I'll see you next time.